0: All right, Billy Bob Brown, I really appreciate you making a little time today. I know you're over there in Ellensburg and uh, kind of finishing up this Northwest Rona Rodeo. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. So I, I kind of want to just get right into this. Uh, Cheyenne, the other day, That um, the the whole rodeo has changed over the last – what is it four or five years? Probably it went from yeah, it's- a two header mm-hmm. to a short round, right. To the, the, the playoff yep. style. So you've got kind of take me through this rodeo. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's a whole different feel now. It's honestly, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it used to at all anymore. So what does it kind of feel like going for the, through the first two rounds and then as it like progresses into that playoff format?
1: So, The last time I went to Cheyenne, it was two and a short. So it was completely different. Um, You know, the only advantage I see with it in a playoff scenario, you know, pros and cons. The pros are if you do have a steer that goes left a little bit, you might still have a chance to get back and run some more steers. Where when it was two and a short, if your steer went left, you were pretty much out of it um the money breakdown's different it's more spread out so at the end it's not as sweet but as far as a guy having a chance your odds are more in the favor now than the old format you know so there's two different ways to look at it but uh man we were there for probably a week and a half just waiting around and running steers uh but we we drew on the better side of them for sure, which is the biggest advantage you can have. Uh, and actually, our short round steer we ran a couple rounds before that when it was pouring down rain, and we knew he was pretty good. And that was kind of an advantage. I feel like you know because I knew if we went out there and stayed a little bit aggressive, that we would have a chance anyway. But it was good knowing that steer for sure
0: right so i'm going to kind of back it up just a little bit uh, just so everyone knows um i think it was the top 50 or 60 comeback uh in they 60, took 200 yep. teams that had two, yeah 200 teams and then they bring back the top 60 on one head in the first round and then they bring back i believe the top 12 in the second round or top 10 or i don't know exactly mm-hmm. the the of those teams that didn't progress and then out of those yeah, I think it was 12. 70 teams – yeah, 72 teams or something like that comes back to the mm-hmm. performances. And then they split those up and it kind of goes bracket style. So you just compete about – you just compete with the guys that are in your same bracket. And you, right. do you run two steers and then they take the top money winners to the semifinals? Is that how that works?
1: No. So the first bracket, you, you rope against 12 guys – And the first bracket, they take four. And so when you advance from that bracket to the next one, there's 12 guys and they take six. So it's tougher to get out of the first bracket because there's two less teams going. Then the second bracket, they take half the teams. And that bracket goes to the short round, which is obviously another 12 guys. And that's where they pay their eight monies. But they okay. pay money throughout yeah. each bracket too. You know, the first bracket was like twenty five hundred, two thousand, a thousand five hundred, and then the next bracket was real. It was like five thousand for first. It got sweeter, and then okay, the championship day was ninety two hundred, I guess. So the All money right, got so sweeter as that, you that, advanced.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it and it's really kind of it's spread out it's good um as far as getting checks goes uh the difference is and i don't i don't know how i feel about it or anyone else but it just seemed like when you used to drive to cheyenne you were like what you knew if you drew good um with the two in the short format you're like hey we could change our whole summer here with the amount of money that can be won. For Sure, and. And and it's still kind of there, but it's really not for as many people. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do kind of what you did this year and win the rodeo to, to really turn the summer. Like, hey, we got a huge hit in and uh, it's kind of made it to where like winning second, third and fourth is just it's like it's great. But it's not like winning the first round and then placing or winning the average. You know, um, it's hard to win uh, over 20,000 like I think you used to. Oh, could, yeah. Like you could probably get 15 or 20 Absolutely. back in the day
1: hmm
0: but and that was a thing this way is you know, great because that, it's tough right yeah.
1: yeah like we we ended up out of the whole thing one uh 10,600 is all for the whole thing you know and I mean last year you placed in the short round and won that or whenever it's two a short and win the average I don't know I think the average paid 12 or 13,000 add another short round fast time on that and win 15 or so right there, you know, that's a con about it. I think too. And because there's so many good rodeos now that you can win 10,000 in a week. And I mean, right, pretty, not simple. Everybody ropes good, but you have a good week, you win 10,000, you know, and win Cheyenne and win 10,000, it's great, but you would figure, you know, the one of the most prestige rodeos in the world, you know, they're pros and cons, like we said, but there's so many good rodeos now that you can win that amount somewhere else too. I mean, you can go to Spanish Fork and Ogden now and win 10,000.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Wade and Wesley did that, but they, yeah, they exactly you know they they put it on them over there but mm-hmm. um yeah, they did it's but it on the other hand the the other side of that is there's a lot of teams winning more checks and so it kind of helps absolutely think, kind of keeps guys guys rodeoing mm-hmm. it's just like hey this went from a rodeo that could change your summer to a rodeo that it keeps your summer good like that's the difference i think is it right it's just not yeah, it's still an awesome and, and then on top of it, to win that rodeo's one of the hardest wins you probably ever can get. Like it's 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 up there. I mean, I would say it's kind of at the pinnacle. There's just a handful of rodeos that are that prestigious to win. So no matter how they do it, because it's so tough to draw good, you got to score pretty decent. And um the other thing that's so unique about it is, is you run into the cow you've got, you've got some time to, to decide on what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. It makes it, yeah. You it makes it funky. You know, you, you see some headers mm-hmm. do some weird stuff and healers do some weird stuff that they normally wouldn't do over there. So, um, let's talk about that, that aspect of it, you know, um, going into the short round, you know, your steer is going to be good. And mm-hmm. then on top of it, I, is this a rodeo that you look at it like, Hey, I want to win something, or are you more trying to ride the be a little more aggressive and try to potentially win the rodeo? Like, what is the mind frame uh, as far as the run you're wanting to make going into that short round,
1: especially where you've already ran your steer? I'm going to back up a second because you said, you know, it's a hard one to win. I was at Bremerton last week, and uh, Casey Field came up to me and he said, Man, so happy for you, but. I've been to that sucker 17 times and never won it. He said, You ain't even been roping. Here you are, and you come out and freaking win it. He said, I'm a little jealous, but good job. (laughs) It's funny. But it's just, it's hard to win no matter what event you're in. I mean, geez. But that steer, back to your question. I knew when we had that steer, I knew we had a chance, but I knew I was going to have to be aggressive. And I didn't. You know, where we were at in our summer, I mean, wasn't even planning on rodeoing, come up here for a month, and we did a little bit of winning. You know, it was going pretty good. And so, I mean, at our plan, it was, you know, be aggressive. Don't. I didn't want to be stupid, but I wanted to dang sure stay on my toes and be aggressive because I knew with that steer, if I got pretty close to the barrier and I... Got as close as I want to get. I was right on it, which was perfect. And I knew that if I did that and then roped going in, didn't take any swings over him, roped going into him, and kept that momentum going, that we would have a chance. So that's kind of what I was wanting to do. And I was running to him. Like you said, you have time. And right before I go to throw, he moseys to the right just a little. And that steer in the previous round before us hit real, real funky. And so one of my big deals was to stick and soften him right there. So when he stepped to the right, I was first off scared about my loop, but it went on. And then I was like, oh, gosh, I'm about to just pancake this sucker because he stepped back and you're going so fast. And he did handle a lot faster than I wanted to, but he stayed on his feet and it worked out. But I think that was – That was what we said before we went in there was, you know, I'm going to stay aggressive. I know he's good. I think he's good enough to have a chance. So just don't back off too much. I think that's what I, like, admire most about the
0: run is it's really hard to feel like heading on the way in, especially when you get that much speed built up. And when Mm -hmm. you'll commit to that as opposed to just trying to win a check, I really appreciate that out of a, out of a team, you know what I mean? And, and then on top of it, when he does step right, that's probably what Mm. makes the run speed up even more and really helps put the, takes a few extra tenths of it off and it it adds more risk to the run. But when that stuff happens, it just like when it works out, that's how you get paid. I mean, I say win rodeos, you know, that's how you win jackpots, like little things kind of got to go your way, but you're aggressive enough and kind of have the mentality of trying to win something. And I think that's, that's the key to it all. Right. Cause you horses working good guys, aggressive and, uh, taking, taking the right cuts. And, uh, and I think mm-hmm. that's really awesome to to do. So, uh, man, I know you've had a few big wins, like you've won the college finals, stuff like that. But was that was that the one that's like, what does it feel like that that next you know that evening or when you kind of get to think about that? What's what's that kind of feel like to to win one like that?
1: Oh man, it was. I don't know. I mean, I about fell off my horse because I threw my hands up after we caught him. I was so excited, but. I show a lot of emotion. That's one thing that I need to get better at, I guess. But I just love the sport and love, man, when you do good on a stage like that, I just, I don't know, like a NFL player catching a touchdown in the corner, barely getting his feet down, you know, it was just a, one of those kind of feelings for me. And then my whole family was there. It was the first time that my dad has ever came out. I rodeoed for, I guess, eight years now, off and on, obviously. but. He's never came out here, and he said, oh, if you make the semifinals, I'll come. So he came out, and we got to play golf for a few days, and that was that was just as special to me as winning the rodeo, you know. But we rode out of the back of the arena, and I was like, dude, we got a chance. I said, I don't know what's going to happen because Driggers was still left to go, and you know he's going to be aggressive. And I was like, we got a chance, right. but – you know these guys are these guys are good, and then each team was going. I couldn't hardly watch. It was it was special for sure. I mean, it'll go down as my greatest my greatest win so far for sure. But it's going to be a hard one to top. It's that feeling of when the last team goes, and you know you get to go on that stage. You don't. I didn't really know what to say.
0: Yeah. It's cool, man. I think that that's, what's so fun about this, right? Is there's a lot of work that goes into it and a guy rodeos for a long time. And it's just like Casey Fields said it. I mean, that guy's arguably the best bareback rider of all time, or he, he just is the best bareback mm-hmm. rider of all time. And he hasn't done that. You know, you, yeah, when you start like understanding like, Hey, these, these wins like that are, are real special and they're hard to get. Special. And, um, and I think that's what, yes, I, i think that's what's so neat about Mm -hmm. that and i just like what i wanted to make sure like we talked about early was like if you get a chance to win something special i think it's i think it's probably okay to miss that steer trying to win the rodeo as opposed to laying up and winning fourth like i would i in my mind i would be really sad if i went fourth or fifth and swing over his back and Yeah. And I would rather probably miss, miss him. Just maybe not in the moment. I'd probably be okay. People would probably tell me it's all right. But when I went to sleep that night, I'd probably be sad, you know? And I think that's, and I would regret it. Um, so I don't know if it, you know, you're obviously on the right end of it. And I think that's, what's, that's, what's dude, that's, it's damn
1: special to do that. So that's, that's pretty cool. I, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, it was. Well, it just, man, but, kind of the right scenario that happened, you know, because that steer we knew stay aggressive, and the guys behind us. I mean, you had Rodgers and Driggers. I know those two were for sure after us, and it just—you would hate not to capitalize on an opportunity like that, you know. Because I mean, goodness gracious, you might not ever have that opportunity again, right? Yeah, and and, and you know that
0: too. Like you might just make that run and it still win third or fourth. You know what I mean? And yeah. those, those guys just might yeah. make better runs too, because they they they're all those guys behind you are all great, and uh, you know they they're oh, very yeah. capable of winning the winning the rodeo and, and doing it on a lot of different steers too. So yeah, I think that's that's cool, man. Um, well, this kind of takes me to the next thing. Like you rodeoed long enough, and you've had the 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 ups and downs. Like you've you've seen them as much as anyone does it feel like rodeoing is even more like over the last three or four year five years gets kind of streaky or like, it's, it's like the winds, like you want to be winning consistently, but it's like, the run is so aggressive. It seems like it kind of gets streaky, you know, as, as much risk as you have to take or what does it kind of feel like rodeo and right, you know, right now and, and, and kind of how the winds come
1: and go. So since this is my first year in the last four years, what I've kind of taken in now, like we were talking the money situation earlier, so like you go to, uh, well, Tremont. We're not going to say that we made a good run, didn't? With nothing, but you can go, you can go now to a rodeo, and I mean Gooding, Idaho, for example. We got a leg and won nine hundred and fifty bucks. But you can go to, say, Elko, we went and just caught a steer, won 1000 Nephi, same thing. I think now with the money situation on how it is, a guy can keep his money together better now than ever because the more monies. But you just, when you have that good steer, you've got to capitalize on them no matter how many monies they pay because everybody ropes so dang good now. When you have the right ones, you got to take advantage of them. But also, then again, you can go make a more consistent run now, I feel like, and keep placing along. It's not going to be the top two or three or four holes for sure because there's guys that are just going to blast every time. But you can win those 1000 to $2,000 checks pretty regularly making a consistent run, I feel like.
0: I got you. I agree. There's a ton of rodeos now that add five thousand and they'll get forty teams. And oh my god! Paying 10, 10, 10 good money. So you know what I mean. It's not like like I think I was five three at salmon the other day and I won tenth and it paid five hundred bucks. You like usually last check at a pro rodeo is it used to feel like it's like one hundred eighty dollars or something and it wasn't even like you you didn't it it wasn't very good and now it's like oh that. That was way better than I thought because I almost didn't win anything,
1: you know, and uh, it, it has yeah, changed and, uh, it it makes, quite a bit. It makes like like back home, you know, going to stuff, you have three and $4,000 radios in Texas, and you get out here in the summer and there's a 5000 aside that you can go to every week. Like that's the lowest amount you'll probably go to. I mean, you can go to different ones, yep. but… There's so many out here now that add such good money that, golly geez, look, planning your rodeo year. You Guy just go to the good ones in the winter and then plan on coming out here and going because they're all good. Right.
0: What do you think is the hardest part of rodeoing during the summer?
1: Man, the hardest part, I think, is just staying mentally strong. I mean, just obviously keeping your head horse working, keeping them feeling good, but just the mental game of it is the biggest part because everybody out here ropes good, you know, and I think the biggest thing is just sticking to your plan, you know, because everybody ropes different. I'm not going to – have the same mentality as Dustin has. He's going to come over the chutes and hang on them. That's just not what I do. I'm going to try to get more out of my horse and go catch the steer from a cool and a half, two calls back, you know, and just just sticking to what your game is, not getting caught up and watching the guys that have a totally different style than yours and trying to adjust it because – that's not what you work on, so don't get caught up in it. Just stick to your game. And it's gonna pay off, I feel like. I mean, like I said, the top the top four or five holes are gonna be are gonna be tough anywhere. But you stick to your plan, you can still do pretty good. Unless you're at Tremont and four or four wins fifteenth. But you're four five and,
0: and don't win much. I was 4'5 and won 17th place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. felt
1: like we made a good run. Like, I didn't pick anything out of that. I was a little off the barrier, but I probably would have threw it the same spot. And Kirby rode around him and got him, and I was like, Man, I'd have won 1,000 or 2 for sure, surely. Oh, didn't even get a sniff. <laughs> it's like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Guy likes it with that. They, they'll pay them four or fives. Four or five is almost always. So yeah. Around. That's the first rodeo in my life. I think I'm four or five and did not get paid anything. Write that down in the record books. Yeah.
0: That one, uh, that one was tough. There's been a few of them right around here close to where I've been rodeoing that have done that. Um, Logan was similar. I don't think four four one four yeah. much. And I don't know if there was four or fives, but it was similar. Mm -hmm. so you mentioned like the mental resilience being able to stay with your run right but there's Mm -hmm. um the the next thing that kind of goes with this is like handling missing and how your confidence kind of goes along with it so what like what do you think for that as far as like being able to stay with your run but you know you're going to miss steers you're you know you're making aggressive runs all the time so that's going to happen so how do you try to like as you've gotten older what's helped you stay confident and kind of understand the that the missing side of it as well
1: man you just gotta come out here and go to the radios knowing that stuff's gonna happen how are you gonna adapt to it and like when we went and played golf the other day, you know, that's, that's one thing that I like to do for the mental side of it. There's so many comparisons. I mean, one shot leads to the next shot. You hit a bad shot, you got to overcome it, you know, and it's mentally. you Yeah. We don't even need to say how bad it is mentally on you, but it's so comparable that, you know, just like we talked about that day we were playing. I mean, it's one shot, Every shot's a new shot, just like every steer's a new steer. When you back in the box, you have a chance on that steer. I mean, like last week, I missed a couple of steers, and I was wanting to fight my head pretty good. Just like, no, man, you know, just go up the dummy, go through the basics, and just, it'll, it'll turn around. You just got to know that it's going to turn around. You know, and especially right now, this time of year, you've got two weeks left, and you get to go home. I haven't been home in a little while. Everybody's kind of getting the itch, but you got to stay mentally focused on it and just know that you can turn around that next steer. So they had the West Star jackpot yesterday, and I feel like that was something that that I was needing just to go get in a rhythm again and catch steers, run to steers. And that's just... That's so mental, though, you know, because you back in the box at the jackpot, you still haven't ran one since. You still got to go do the same thing on a different level. You don't have to go as fast, but just to get the rhythm back, catching steers, turning steers, and then your confidence comes right back. You know, it's just just finding that one thing that'll get you over the hump. And I think just the short memory is so good out here, but. You know, I just, when I'm struggling, I just go to my dummy, go down the basics. And, I mean, that's what we've done. I've wrote my whole life. I know how to. It's just don't let your brain get in the way sometimes. But, you know, it, it's hard out here, too, because there's those, like, last week, you know, Bramerton and stuff, you got to be fast, and stuff's going to go wrong, and you just have to overcome it. You know, you it's hard to swallow it sometimes, but you can't let it affect the, affect the next one. And, you know, uh, something else that helped me, putting on the jackpots at home, you know, I announced I never roped at them and just watched. Just watched and watched closely, you know, and and how those – you have people that handle stuff so different. So you just kind of pick the way you want to handle things when it goes bad because, I mean – Those are the best guys in the world at the house. I love watching them. I'm grateful that I've got to do those jackpots so I can see and learn a lot of things, and i develop a lot of friendships through it. But, man, everybody's human. Everybody's going to mess up. You know, when you're back in the box, you're going to be trying. So you just got to roll with the punches, and if you mess up, back in on the next one and obviously try to do better.
0: Well, that's you know a unique thing, right? Is competition and like how it affects like our understanding of success and failure, right? So, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the the toughest things to to do is that understanding. So, what does that kind of look for you? You know, the uh, like, hey, being going to these rodeos and then. What is successful? What is a fail? You know, how do you try to understand both of those things or what does that look like to you?
1: If I do a good job scoring, get out of the bear and give myself a chance, you know, the roping part's going to take care of itself. But if you are close to the start and riding your horse good, I think that is, that's how I look at it. You know, there's people that don't worry about that as much, but, I know for me to have a chance, I've got to score good and hit hit the barrier. And if I do that good, obviously I want to catch a steer. But if I miss a steer, I know it's something little with my arm that I can overcome the very next steer. But as long as I'm – my horse is scoring good and I'm giving myself a chance at the line, that's a pretty successful trip. I mean – because the roping can overcome that that's not a super worry of mine the because i know it's something very minute whether it's drop my elbow too much or you know l- just little things i don't worry about that as much as i want to get a good start
0: so I, I love that i mean i think that's you're, you're just giving yourself a chance right and and that delete, cause that's what you can control. Like those are the things you can control. Um, it's when you mess things up within your control, that's like, okay. Hey, I, I got to, that's when you know, like, Hey, I got to fix that. And, uh, and then I, I think that's where consistency really starts to build up is when you're hitting the barrier, good riding your horse, whatever it is for you. But those things where you're like getting the same shot over and over again, that's like, well you you can just you can get on a roll essentially i think that's that's what that does so yeah for what sure. about um you know the one thing about rodeo it will it will humble a guy it's it's there's cool. a lot of losing and the the competition it is tough but the one thing it does at least for me is it tests your character all the time So what does that look like Mm -hmm. or feel like for you? Like, hey, how how has rodeoing and and, and kind of the competition side of it helped with like kind of like your personal development and just like your character and kind of fortitude?
1: Well, you know, what I've always looked at personally for myself and in the rodeo world, you know, just kind of how the world is today, just – no matter what it is. I saw a Facebook post the other day. Somebody posted a picture making fun of somebody. and Like there's so much beat down in the world today, no matter if it's the real world, if it's rodeo, whatever it is. You know, there's there's so much negativity, so much judgment. And it's just like my favorite thing to do at the rodeo is listen to all the bulldoggers. That is literally one of my favorite things to do because – it doesn't matter who it is. They're pulling for them. They're yelling for them. You make a good run. They're clapping. And team roping. I was talking to somebody the other day and said, you know, it's gotten a little tighter knit than it used to be. I feel like when I was first out here, which is a great thing. I mean, you can't build a room in a day, but but I think that's you know how how do you want to be? I want to be the guy that I'm going to tell you a good job. You did a good job and. I'm on cheer for you. You know, I mean, you're competing against yourself and that steer. You know, you do the best you can. It's, they do a better job. Good. I mean, they earned it. Everybody out here ropes good, you know. And I want to be that person that I want to build people up because, I mean, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what that just happened because there's so much in the world today that takes people down, you know. And no matter if it's in or outside of the arena, You know, somebody makes a good run, I want to tell them because they, I mean, it might mean something to them, it might not, but that's how I want to develop my character as a person, you know, and be careful about your actions when you mess up. Somebody's always watching you, you know, but it's one of those deals that I, I want to see a lot more buildup out here than knockdown, I guess, you know, and there's, there's been some positives since I've seen it out here, but I think rodeo going down the road and just being around all these guys all the time. And there's a, there's a lot of negativity and you have to, you have to focus on building yourself up and keeping that because it's so easy to get knocked down out here. Golly geez. It's so easy to, and, you know, if you can keep your character good and stay positive and motivated, and then you might have some words for somebody else that they needed, you know.
0: What about, um, I mean, I agree with this. I think it's, and, and on top of it, the, the Bulldoggers, they, I do agree with this a ton. And I, I think Team Ropen's done that gradually as well. And it seems like there's some guys that are out there that really do a good job of it. And they kind of set the kind of set the tone and that that really does help as well. Um, Do do you think like the competition side of Team Open, does it put too much emphasis on like external validation? Right. Like like we're Mm -hmm. kind of looking for
1: that. What do you think about that? like external validation of a person is that what you're saying yeah you know what i mean like if we we do good we want other people to tell
0: us good job you know instead of like hey i know i did a good job but no one tells me that you might not feel like you did a good job unless someone tells it to you or you know you're like you're like winning or you're getting that that kind of that build up right
1: and well i can uh i can tell you the first time that uh i heard it Good job from Clay Trying meant quite a bit to me. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yes. I think, uh, I think it just depends on the person you are. I mean, you know, there's some people that can roll with the punches and they're confident enough in themselves that it doesn't matter. And then you have your other people that uh, they like hearing it. You know, it just – Depends on the person you are, but I think there's a lot of people that that might not show it as much emotion and stuff, but telling them good job I think means a lot yeah i I think
0: the the challenge with it is the the understanding of hey if we do our job, it might not lead to results that you would see with a paycheck right or being in the standings mm-hmm. like maybe what you want and and i think that some people kind of get tied on to like hey did i win money that day did i do like did i look the part that day did i fit in i think the big thing is like as you get older what is like what have you seen the evolution be from the beginning of your rodeo career to where you're at now just as a person and how you view competition, how you, how you try to go about your business. What's, what's kind of been the
1: biggest positive changes you've made? Uh, I think some of the biggest changes for me is, you know, now that I do put on a rodeo back home and I have put on ropens is I have a whole lot more respect for the people that do do those things. Um, I've always been a person that's wanted to cheer people on no matter what. So that's not really changed. I've always yelled for people and always wanted to be that person. But, you know, just a big thing to me is, you know, there's you see people out here that the only joy they have is when they win. Like you were saying that a second ago about, you know, did I win anything today? Like there's guys out here that are rodeoing that if they go miss a steer that morning, their whole day's run. Like they find their joy in just in the arena. And I think that's a big thing that that's always been a positive about myself as you know there's you want to do your job. You want to do good. If you don't, you're upset for a little bit, for sure. But there's other th- pieces of that in life in general that you can find joy in other than there's more to life than roping, honestly. And, you know, I had a, I have a whole lot more respect for the people that have stuck it out for a long time. I like, say a Chad Masters and Luke Brown and all those guys, you know, they're, they've they rodeoed forever and they're they're great people. And they've always been that way. That's kind of how I've wanted to build myself, you know, because you can go up to those guys and talk to them anytime. I feel comfortable about it. And that's how I've kind of wanna wanted to evolve myself. Because one day, you know, somebody wants to come talk to me. I want to be that person. I want to, you know, you got questions, let's talk about it, whatever. You know, just just to have the respect from peers that to know they can, come up and talk to you and feel comfortable about it and you're cheering them on. And then like putting on the rodeo and stuff, you know, just the business part of the sponsors and, you know, none of these rodeos could happen without that and the committee people and just how much work they do. That's a big thing that I've realized with cause I put on that whole rodeo by myself is it takes a lot of dang work to put something together of what I do, much less Ellensburg rodeo, my goodness, but just respecting what the people do to make things happen for us. You know, they're, they're doing it all for us. They get joy out of it and it makes them happy and it's a good time for them too, but they're doing the rodeo for us. So, you know, show respect to those people when you can tell them, thank you. And, uh, just don't only find joy inside the arena. Like there's so many, like the weather today, you're open. Whether it goes good or bad, golly, geez, it's 65, 70 degrees. It's beautiful. You get to do it. you love. And, I mean, there's something to be thankful for every day. I think that's what, and, you know, being home and stuff and coming out here, golly, it made me miss it so bad, you know, going to the morning slack talking to everybody and just one day you're gonna be at home and not be able to do that so you better enjoy it and embrace it while you can there's so many beautiful places to see there's man just there would be a lot of people that would die to be doing what you're doing so i think that's a big deal to me to wake up knowing that man it's just be thankful you get to do this today you know and I'm not saying you go and rope and do a bad job. You're not gonna, yeah. I'm gonna sit there, watch the video, think about it, and fight my head a little bit about it. But at the end of the day, don't let it ruin your whole day because there's a lot more to it than just that.
0: Yeah, don't let it ruin your day. Don't let it ruin your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> be, be right. In control right. Things because because this is what you got. You know what I mean? And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good to it. And in reality, we spend a lot more time outside of the arena than we do in it, no matter no matter who you are, really. I mean, there's – so I, I think understanding that and, like, it's okay to be competitive and it's okay to want to win, but it's also uh, – I don't know. I think you just kind of got to be able to let it go. Uh, that's, that's one thing I've definitely kind of have figured out a little bit is I get kind of upset. I probably get more upset now right after I don't do good but I'm a lot happier, um, 20 minutes later, you know, than I used to be. <laughs> so I kind of I figured out how to manage it. But my conclusion to this is I don't judge anyone anymore for how they win or how they lose, because it's all for them. You know what I mean? They're, they have put the work in each individual and you hope they're doing it right. And they can feel good about it. And, you know, they can continue to improve whoever they are. But I think that's, that's one of the tough things is the more I compete and the more I understand about, it, I'm like, it's really not for anyone else. Like when you're competing in there, it's like, Hey, this is, you put the work in, it's on you, you know, you, you've, you're responsible for it. So that's a, it's a mm-hmm. tough thing, man. But uh, understanding that and like how to, how to not let it ruin, ruin
1: your days of your life is very <laughs> It's it's a big thing. Yeah. It's a really big thing. Oh, it's huge. And there's so many dang variables in Team roping, you know. Golly. I mean, two people, two horses and a steer, there's so much that can go wrong so fast. You just gotta overcome it.
0: you, you know what's so funny? I was I was talking about this the other day to, to someone where like like Rodeo can it seems like you can have a couple of bad weeks and then a couple of real good weeks. And, um, it just kind of, it can go that way at times. And, uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, when we practice, if we ran 15 steers on a few horses and we went at these steers as hard as we could, if you, if the header misses one or two in a row and the healer happens to leg the next one or two, and then maybe the header gets a, like breaks the barrier on the next one. right? that might be two weeks of rodeo. And, and you might catch yeah. 10 of the 15 steers in four flat or four five, but you might, might go that, that five in a row that you guys didn't catch as a team might be two weeks. And, uh, and so to, yeah. to know that you can't get away from that run, it, I think is so important. Um, if you believe in it, you got to stay with it. and And just knowing that the, that this thing is it takes a kind of a grinder's mentality too don't it
1: oh man yeah it does and and i guess you know this year uh <laughs> yeah i saw it happen you know because when we came out here we we're just going to come for a month and see how it went and then one cheyenne we placed good at sheridan we had a couple decent weeks and next thing you know i'm in 15,000 out of the top 15, and it's just like my mental switch just wanted to switch over so fast. Because when I first came out, not that I didn't want to win, but the added pressure wasn't there. We came out, give it a month, let's see how it goes. You know, if it goes good, good. If it doesn't, perfect. You know, it wasn't, hey, this is what we're doing. We're rodeoing. We're trying to make the finals. You know, there's two different mentalities of it. And if I can stay on the one that I came out here with, oof, it was a lot easier on me than the other one. And it's just because you don't Do have you, that added pressure. You're just—it was enjoyment. It was fun, and I roped better than I have in a long time. <laughs> Do you think that's because w- the
0: the first the run that you come out there with has no expectations on winning? You're just focused on the run and then as you win more you want to have those expectations to win Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: that's like i think that's kind of the incorrect way right
1: no i agree yeah totally and it's just like okay yeah we got that now what can we do better to make it even better you know or hey if we have a good couple weeks here we're gonna have a chance like you are just you can add so much pressure to yourself so fast that it's crazy. You know, instead of just staying mentally down I and mean, focused and because when I first came out here, man, it was I was pumped to be here. It's been a while, glad to see everybody, and then had a few pretty big weeks and then it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to focus more. But I was focused, I was just enjoying the ride as I went more than just yeah thinking about it all the time
0: well i think the perfect example is your second run at ogden to me is like when it really jumps out right because it's you guys were a touch long on the first one for like thinking you could win the first few checks at the rodeo because you're up at the front what were you like short five maybe and then on the first one five three
1: four seven yeah
0: yeah, you just go make a good run on the first one. But at Ogden, like you're thinking, man, I probably need to be mid four to, to do something. Like I in I I mean, that's probably someone with expectations and really wanting to press thinks they probably need to be mid four. And next year you come out, got just was a great run. I think he was a touch left, but everything was really snappy, four seven. Mm-hmm. And the rodeo ends up not getting as tough as you think, and pretty soon you guys win top couple in the average, place in the second round. I think like it's a really good hit, and all you did was just go make a good run. You know what I mean? Like you didn't, right? You didn't do anything that you weren't supposed to do.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. That's no buttons That's what really I really That's what
0: I go to. Like, hey, this is this is what's so tough about it is you want to do. You want to control as much as you can control, but at the end of the day, it is really just making the run.
1: Yeah, oh, it is for sure, and that's that's the thing, man. Just stick to your plan, and it's gonna be good enough. You just have to believe in it and know that if you do your job, it's gonna pay you off. I mean, it might, like we said, it might not be the top three or four holes, but a lot of six, sevenths, and ace will pay off later yeah
0: well man i appreciate you coming on i feel like there's some some cool stuff because i i think the one thing that's so unique about it is where you've kind of went back and forth between rodeo and that perspective of having time off and knowing like hey this is what i did miss about this and i think people get out there and i like myself i anyways i take some things for granted and uh and then the further away you get from it you're like man i I did miss that kind of stuff. And, and so yeah, it's kinda, exactly. it's kind of good to take it, take it all in. Like, Hey, we don't know how many times we're going to get get to go to the Reno rodeo or Ellensburg and stuff like that. Like, Hey, these, these crowds are cool. This, these rodeos are awesome. Like enjoy that a little bit, you know? So,
1: Oh man. Yeah. There's, and the atmosphere of them, you know, from being home at the amateur rodeos. there's just no comparison, man. You, get to the atmosphere of a pro rodeo and it just kind of rekindles the flame, you know, and, and I think being home, like we talked about just made me realize a lot and then getting out heres just, I've enjoyed it this summer, man. It's been, it's been fun. I've got to see everybody again, go to some good rodeos and we've had a little bit of success and then the golf courses are beautiful. That's been pretty fun. But the
0: golf's good, huh? The golf's really good. The it's road so event, good because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it can only go uh, two ways. You can either golf golf good. You are like, man, this is fun, or you can be like golfing real bad, and you be like, man, at least I get to go run one. You know, here soon, I get to go do some. <laughs> yeah, <real fun."
1: laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but man, I think Gross. I think that that's that's a big part of it. Just stick to your run and know that. Know that it's going to pay off if you stick to it. And then just, man, just be thankful that you get to do it, you know. And the good's going to outweigh the bad, I promise you. If you're out here and you have the ability to do what we're doing, the, the good outweighs the bad. You might not see it in the moment, but there's no doubt that it does. Right. Well, man, thanks again. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Pace. When I get home, we'll. Try to catch up in the studio and talk about stuff and get on it again. uh, I think we need it. Absolutely. But thanks for having me, and uh, you'll have a good afternoon. Yeah, thank
0: you, and good job this summer, and good luck the rest of the way. Thanks, Pace.
1: We'll be talking to you.